0: Is
1: Brother Ben here? Brother Ben. Now Ben got a heck of a program. A lot of people listening to Brother Ben. And Ben tells them about the minister. And Ben tell them
2: about the minister all right all right all right assalamu alaikum family i hope you all are having a wonderful blacktastic day if this is your first time on the power call if you don't mind just press the number one in the comment section if this is your very first time being on this morning's power call uh, we meet every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Central Time. Do we have anybody that is new on this morning? Shout out to iPhone. Shout out to Derek. Shout out to, I don't know. When y'all be saying turn up the volume, hey, hey, that don't, that ain't me. That's Maybe that's Zoom or something. But I can't turn up my volume no more. Shout out to Ivy. Yeah, I can't speak no. Yeah, that ain't me. That got nothing to do with my volume. Okay, they said they hear me fine Alright, this morning we're going to be listening to The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan speak on Allah The only reality Now, if you are new When we come on every morning We want you to take notes This ain't no just listen You know what I mean We're going to, ah, okay, pretty good And then you go on about your day We want to listen we want to dialogue about what we listen to, have a discussion about what we listen to. OK, um, and then at the end, you know, we, we all get to hear, oh, that's what you got from this. Oh, that's what you pull because God's going to reveal different things to different people based on the experience and where they are at in life. And if I'm listening based on where I'm at, I may miss something. And when you bring it up and you don't be scared, you don't be afraid, you don't be shy, and you say, hey, man, this right here, this part touched me. Y'all don't know, sometimes those are the best parts of the call when people are giving their testimonies and sharing what stood out for them. So we're going to leave the chat on today. We're going to leave the chat on today, okay? Uh, but what we ask you guys to do is don't, don't, just don't overdo it. You know, sometimes we can just, I mean, blow that chat. Up. I mean, you know how they how the how the scientist put that dynamite when he wanted everybody to speak the same dialect, he put that dynamite and he tried to blow up blow us all up. Now don't do don't be like Shabazz. Was that Shabazz? Yeah, don't be like who what I forget whatever his name is because I don't want to mess it up. But don't be like that scientist who tried to blow everything up. Just just you know, bro, witness. Yes, sir. Okay, pray EBT. You know, sure. What's touching you? But don't. Do it like that, you know what I mean, in the chat. You know, let everybody else get some in as well. Maybe we can put like a little timer. You know, you can only comment every minute or something. Maybe, I don't know. We'll figure it out. But anyways, man, we're going to be talking about a lot, the only reality, and we would love to hear from you at the end. So let's go ahead and let's go ahead and get started here, family. All right. One second. Boom. There it is. Let's go. So scientific. Coming on don't worry about it. I know y'all can hear these claps.
1: In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful, who came in the person of Master Farad Muhammad to whom praise is due forever. We thank Allah over and over again for raising up in our midst a divine leader, teacher, and guide. the messenger of Allah but more than a messenger the Messiah that the world has long been looking for the Honorable Elijah Muhammad I greet all of you my dear brothers and sisters with the greeting words of peace Assalamu Alaikum I would like to ask uh, your forgiveness for being late and I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to hear the words uh, spoken by Brother Minister Sabir and uh, Minister Ishmael. I was looking forward to hearing and being inspired by others. I don't wish to keep you long. There's just a few simple points I want to make tonight. on Sunday we took up with you the subject we are the overcomers but in reality we wanted us to see that gradually we are being overcome by the power of the wicked Caucasian scientists of evil. The Quran teaches us that the devil leads man to evil and indecency. And gradually, gradually, even the best Are being overcome by the evil and indecency and filth projected daily, hourly, every minute of the day by our ever scientific enemies. They have learned the art of suggestion in such a way that makes the suggestion of Satan in the garden to Adam look immature. We mentioned on Sunday that there's something in the human spirit that rebels against orders. And the more you tell someone not to do something, is the greater their desire to do the thing that you tell them not to do. In the Quran, Allah says that the devil caused Adam to slip by making a suggestion. It must have been a powerful suggestion to make Adam disobey direct orders from God. Just a suggestion. The Caucasian today is so wise in mind manipulation that most of us are being manipulated and think we are the manipulators most of us are very unaware of the artful way that the enemy is turning us from where we think we wanted to go to where He is now moving us. Thank you. In the Quran, there's a, an Arabic word makara, which is called in English A plan. A plan is a well thought out stratagem to achieve certain goals and or objectives. Allah says in the Quran that they plan and he plans. Now we don't plan. Most black people have no plan. No plan for our lives. No plan for our families. No plan for our organizations. We just function from day to day without a plan. We move on a whim. We move on a fancy. We move on an inspiration, but not with a plan. But the Quran says they plan. When the enemy plans, he takes into consideration the forces that may be arrayed against the success of his plan and he plans against those forces. He organizes his forces to bring his plan to fruition. The Quran teaches us that the enemy's plan is so skillful that he literally turns a person with cunning and skill to an objective That is not the person's own objective. But with skill, he makes the person think that is his objective, but the objective is really the enemy's, but he turns the person so skillfully in that direction that the person does not even know he's being turned. God and the devil have a lot in common we are on a planet that is turning and we don't even realize it is turning. That's how smooth it's moving. God turns us and the devil turns us. Both are turning us in a way that they want us to go. God sends us warnings. Look at the way God operates. He sends warning, warners. And in the warning is not only an implied threat, but an actual threat. If you don't do such and such, this is going to be what will happen. And you know what the wicked say? Well, bring on us what you threaten us with. Don't sell me no wolf ticket. Even if it's God talking, they say you can't threaten me. Satan comes different. There is no threat. He just drops a suggestion of a benefit if you go his way. He comes right in the nature of your own desires and will offer you what you want if you go my way. This is a formidable enemy. This enemy that has us in his grip is so powerful brothers and sisters that it takes God's coming himself to deal with this enemy no prophet could deal with him and if it were not for the help of God every prophet would have been overcome by the wicked God had to come and deliver his prophet at the last minute. Otherwise, the prophet certainly was overcome. To be overcome is to be defeated. To be overcome is to succumb to a power that is greater than your power to resist. And when a prophet of God Is made to cry out and say. I am overcome. So do thou help me. He's saying that I. With all that I have on my own. I'm overcome. I don't have any power. To do what you want me to do. You got to come now and help me. Otherwise. I'm defeated. And if I'm defeated, you are defeated. And God's own integrity is wrapped up in the cry of his servant and in his alleged defeat. So he waits until the last possible moment and then he snatches victory out of defeat. But those of us who are the servants of God we have to know where the power is. Yes. Yes, sir. You know, Jesus was a marvelous, marvelous teacher. It's too bad that those who represent him don't understand the majesty of his teaching. You now, Jesus... Uh, The Christ was not a prophet. He actually was the master of prophets. The prophets only represented a sign of him. But he was what they were pointing to. And if you listen to the language of Jesus, it is a perfect expression of complete Humility and reliance on God. Yeah. Listen to his words I can of myself do nothing. That's very powerful. That's the same man that was opening the eyes of the blind, making the deaf hear, the dumb speak, and raising the dead to life, and doing miraculous things, but he had the humility to say that I can of myself do nothing. Whatsoever the Father commands me that, I do. Meaning I'm waiting on the command of my Father. I don't go ahead of my father, I go after he commands. I don't speak ahead of my father, whatever he commands, that I speak. Whatever he commands, that I do. Brothers and sisters, Jesus in his wisdom told the people when they saw him doing these miracles, wait a minute, wait, 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 don't worship me. Because the people are so lazy to worship the real God, they always want to stop somewhere at some powerful individual who is also depending on a power bigger than himself. So Jesus was quick to tell the people, worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For such the Father seeketh. I'm not seeking no worshipers, Jesus is saying. Don't worship me. Worship who? The Father. Where did Jesus get his juice from? If you pardon that uh, cheap expression, I don't mean orange juice or anything like that. I mean, where did he get his power from? He got it from another power, bigger than himself. And because he got that power from a power bigger than himself, he was quick to recognize that power, to submit to that power, to defer to that power. And he did not want the ignorant people worshipping him as the power because he knew that one day he would not be among them, but that power would always be among them. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? so Jesus told his disciples pray in my name and whatever you ask not me ask the father in my name he will grant it to you he never said to you or me pray to him and this is where the church Has gone off the path. We have made Jesus. The fountainhead of power. And left God out of the picture. This is wrong my dear Christians. This is wrong. Jesus would not approve. Of the way you are preaching him. He would be displeased with us and He would, if He were present, correct our false representation of Him. In the Quran, Allah asks Jesus in the day of judgment, Oh Jesus, did you tell the people to take you and your mother For God's beside me? And Jesus answered saying, Lord, if I had done so, you certainly would have known it. For you know what is in my mind, but I know not what is in your mind. I only told them what you told me. Serve Allah, my Lord and your Lord. How did you get off the path? Because once a smart, crooked deceiver can take you away from the worship of God to the worship of a servant of God, he has short circuited your power to resist the evil one. Mm. Man. No prophet of God was blind to where the power actually was. And when that prophet got in deep trouble and was about to be overcome, that prophet called on God to deliver him. And God always delivered his servants. So my subject to you tonight in the few moments that we will be together is taken from the Holy Quran where it reads, and Allah is the only reality. All things will pass away but the person of your Lord. What is a reality? That which is a reality is that which is real, that which is true, that which is a fact, that which is actual. Is this reality? Are you reality? Am I reality? Are we really? No, you're not. You're an illusion. And that's what I am. You go to a magic show, if you've ever gone to a magic show, they show you things that you see a rabbit coming out of a hat, but the rabbit's not really coming out of the hat. If you see Siegfried and Roy, they make you see a lion, a tiger. They got a tiger there, but they make it looked like one thing when it's not. That's what an illusion is. It is an appearance that deceives by producing a false impression. Yeah. Go ahead. Now you see it, now you don't. Illusion. Where's my mother? She was here just a few days ago. She's gone now like she never was. I can only remember her voice and her image, but I can never see her again. She's gone. Why? Because she was not real.
3: Go ahead, go ahead.
1: She was a passing thing. The real thing was in her, but she was not the real thing. I'm going to talk to you tonight about what you worship other than Allah. God is trying to show you, beautiful sister, that your beauty is not real. It's an illusion that is passing away. So you're beautiful today, but time will wrinkle you like a prune. So you can only talk about what was when you were young. Mm. It's an illusion. So why worship that which is passing away? And have no power to keep itself here. Why worship that? Why not find the real power? And tie yourself to that which is eternal. God is the only reality. Everything else is passing away. Oh, here's the Pope. Which one are you talking about? man with flowing white robes, such majesty, such beauty, (laughs) and a puff of black smoke comes up out of the chimney of St. Peter's. We haven't made a decision on our choice of the next pope yet. The pope is dead, but long live the pope. The king is dead, but long live the king. Huh? because all of us are illusions. We're only here for a short time and we're gone. As much as I love Nat King Cole, as much as I love the voice of Sarah Vaughan, as much as I loved Sammy Davis Jr., as much as I admired Red Fox, as much as I admire those that have gone on that have really made my life uh, worth living because they added something, at least to my life. They're gone. I have the records of Sarah Vaughan. I have the records of Nat Cole. I can put them on and hear them, but I can never go and see them. They're gone now. But Allah was, He is, He shall be. Everything is passing away but the person of your Lord. So the Quran says He is the only reality. Not He's one of the realities, there is no other reality but God. Everything else is passing away. Sun, moon, and stars are passing away. Why bow down and worship that which is not real? It's dying, but God is the ever-living. It's losing its light, but he is the light. It's losing its power, but he is all-powerful. In every generation, in every age, God is God what the fools in every age try to find something other than he to worship isn't that sad yes, people worship snakes snakes are passing away people worship stone and water withers the stone people worship fire dust can put out fire people worship people and people come and go people have found everything to worship trying to find the reality well didn't you say that God came in the person Of Master Farad Muhammad. Yes I did say that. Why did you say that? That's what I was taught by the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. And that's what I believe. That power. Is manifest. In a human being. But the flesh. Of that human being. Is an illusion. That's why. You don't find pictures. In any mosque or any image of God because if you make an image of what you think he looks like you have to put him in flesh and since flesh is finite then the God, the flesh that dies, the spirit that lives and inhabits other flesh then the picture that you got may change tomorrow The image that you have may change tomorrow so you don't make no graven image to God. You don't put up no picture of him and say, this is him. Although we have a picture of Master Farad Muhammad, it should always be properly displayed. Yes, Never in the mosque, because we have never worshipped the flesh of nobody. Hmm. Brother Ishmael Muhammad asked me the other day about the we in the Quran. It constantly says and we did this and we did that. The wonderful originator of the heavens and the earth. The honorable Elijah Muhammad said the one that originated this. He's not here now. He's gone. That's
3: right.
1: But yet he's here. But how is he here? He's not here in the, in the material form in which he was manifested. That's gone. But he's here. How do you know he's here? His mind is present. In the universe that he set up and the law that he set in motion. Nobody has been able to build anything different from what he set up. They have to build according to his law, his principle. Because his mind prevails. So he lives. Not in the flesh he lives. His mind is constantly feeding new minds. Go ahead. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: sir. Go ahead. God. The wise men that came up that became masters, they could only continue his work. The honorable Elijah Muhammad said, He did not like darkness, so he said, there be a light. And he put a light out in space, and that light started vanishing darkness. Well, how long did it take to create billions of stars? And was one individual here to do all of that? Or was it many individuals working from the mind of that one? And so the Quran says, And we adorn the lower heavens with stars. We who? Since God is one, why is there we there? Because we acted from the mind of that wonderful originator. Then there's a lower line of we. When it talks about Mary. And it reads in the Quran. And you were not present when they or we cast our pens to decide who would have charge of Mary. Who is that we? That's not the same we that set stars out. That's the we that made Holy Quran and Bible. That's a lesser we than the we that set stars in and we raise mountains in the earth that lest it convulse and carry you away. That's another we, but only functioning from the principle of that originator. Where did you get your only fun? Bars in?
2: Oh, yeah, I that's
1: a lesser we than the we that's not the same we have charge of Mary who is that we that's not the same we that set stars out that's the we that made Holy Quran and Bible that's a lesser we than the we that set stars in and we raise mountains in the earth that lest it convulse and carry you away that's another we but only functioning from the principle of that originator. Where did you get your brains? Where did you get your body? Since you didn't design it. Well, if Master Farad Muhammad came in this body... Then he has to pay honor, homage, and respect to the originator of the heavens and the earth, because he, in his wisdom, is to perfect the wisdom of the originator. Yes, sir. But not by disrespecting him. And we cast truth at falsehood till we knock out its brain. That's another we. There's a group of people acting in harmony with the will of God. And that's what a Muslim is. A Muslim is one who submits to carry out the will of God. So you become a a, a, a conspirator, if you will, with God. To carry out his will. That's good company to be in. When you're in God's company. Working to carry out God's will. He's the reality. We pass away. We are an illusion. That is constantly passing away. So should you worship an illusion? If you do, you make a fool of yourself. Look at your flesh. It gives us a lot of pleasure. It creates a lot of problems for us. But there's another part of us that God gave us to master the flesh. But if we serve the flesh, we serve the illusion that is passing away. If we serve God, we serve the only reality that will keep us alive. And that's what eternal life is. It's not staying here forever is being wrapped up in him who is forever. Now, brothers and sisters, this kind of subject matter, you may ask Farrakhan, you know, why would you take up such a subject with us? What is the reason for that? I'm taking up this subject with you because you don't have a lot of time to get acquainted with the reality and if you don't know how to call on that reality you have no help to keep you from being defeated in your desire For freedom, justice, equality, liberation, and salvation. Then this becomes a joke. This is not even worth our time. This becomes vanity. Our preaching becomes vain. It's worthless. It's like tinkling cymbals and sounding brass. It's valueless. If we just talk on the thing that is passing away and don't give people a chance to hold on to the only reality that there is. I don't know about you. but I know that I'm in a fight if you are afflicted with any kind of disease that affects you internally your body has to fight to overcome it is that right when you're in a fight Everybody wants help when you're fighting. That's right. When you throw down, if you pardon that expression, and somebody is kind of putting it on you, you look around and see where the buddies are. (laughs) Do I have any help? It's something when you are in a fight and you're alone and you got to summon everything within you to keep from being overcome by that which is trying to impose its will on you. A woman involved in rape. How do you respond to rape?
4: How do you handle it? Do you just submit and tell him no, no. No, 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 don't,
1: don't, no, no. Don't, don't, no, no. That's your life. if you fight and you're fighting for a right principle you may die I'm not going to say that every time you fight for a righteous principle you're going to live there's too many dead people that have fought for a righteous principle but death again Is an illusion. You know, when you die in the way of God, there is no death for you. It means the flesh goes back to the earth, all right enough. And that's the only thing, that's the only reality we know right now is the flesh. But there is another reality beyond this. I've had out-of-the-body experiences I don't know about nobody else. Where well, I have literally seen places that I've never been before. Uh-oh. And then went there and saw it exactly as I saw it in my experience. So I know that real sight is not with the eyes. And I know that real hearing is not with the ears. Real sight has always been with the mind. And if we are rightly tuned, we can get up out of the flesh, which limits the spirit. And literally travel. And see worlds
3: without ever
1: going there. This mind is
3: fantastic.
1: The flesh limits. So to worship the flesh is to limit you. We like different kinds of people. I like the way this one looks or that one sings or this one does that or this one does the other. And we all just fasten ourselves to different people. Every little group got their little leader. You know, as your main man that you follow. And you ask yourself what are you following? That's right. Do you know that whatever you worship you receive the impress of that. On your nature and character. That's right. You worship that which is not good then g- n- uh, evil is impressed upon you. If you worship Allah and Allah alone then the righteous character of Allah becomes your character. Muslims, we are in the fight of our life. Any righteous person in this audience who believes in God Who is trying to rear your children in a world that is decadent and on its way out. You are in the fight of your life to maintain your integrity and your sanity in this world. And you can't do it on your own. You need help. And so my beloved brothers and sisters. When the prophets were overcome they cried out for help and help came didn't come when they wanted it but it did come on time and every prophet was delivered as I look at my own people And I am supposed to be a representative of the Honorable Elijah Mohammed. A man who came to reform our lives. He didn't come to talk smart. He did not come to tickle our ears. He came to make a difference in our lives from evil to what to righteousness everything that I know of the honorable Elijah Muhammad was that he wanted to make a wrong people right and he taught us that our power is sustained by our being right He wanted the sisters to dress how? Right. Who determines what is right for you? God. And if God says, sisters, be modest and cover yourself, why fight that? Satan's got all kind of styles. And they are appealing. I mean, to what? What do they appeal to in you? (laughs) No, I just want to know, you know, what what is it that is so appealing? Why do they look so nice? Why why are they so attractive? What is it about it? You see, if you think you're fine, which is an illusion, (laughs) you want to display your what? Finery. Come on. So the The designers shape and mold the clothing to display your finery. So the Quran says, display not your finery as you did in the days of your ignorance. I didn't say it. God said it. So you have a beautiful waistline and a beautiful hip line and a well-formed bus line display your finery so Satan now got dresses suits the arms are covered <laughs>
4: but there's a big gash in the front <laughs> where your breast is just out right. I'm embarrassed places I go I went to a place recently there was a a, 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 um, a benefit for A young baby that is to be born that needed a heart transplant. And I went to show support, and Stevie Wonder was performing, and there was a woman. The whole back was out, no back at all. I mean, can you imagine, this is not a beach. This is a theater. And if she had no back, she had no foundation to hold her. So her front was exposed. And this woman was walking and bending over and doing... I'm embarrassed for the woman because the woman is crazy. She doesn't have...
1: A level of civilization and shyness and shame that she wants to show herself in that manner. That's the way of the world. Jesus would
4: not be pleased with that. And if Jesus told you he wasn't pleased, you tell Jesus, I ain't coming to church no more. But uh, Jesus, you all right, just stay out of my clothing closet. Mind your business, go on and make the blind see, but just leave <laughs> my dress alone. <laughs> Brothers, they, they, they're styling clothes for us today. The same old freaks. <laughs> and I'm messing her up. They got us wearing clothes that excite women. I got a witness. (laughs) Years ago, the freaks left us alone. They just concentrated on her. Today, the world has gone so mad. There's so many men looking at men till they have to expose men's backsides so that men can see what other men have and women can see what other men have. So we just get crazy. (laughs) This is a sick, 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 sick world. And what's so sad? A lot of us are getting sick with it and don't know that we are gradually being taken down.
1: It's so subtle that we are going down, 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 and we don't realize that we are falling.
4: And as I looked in December last year in Los Angeles at nearly 50,000 people in the Coliseum, a beautiful group of black people, and on one side were the Bloods and the other side the Crips, and right after the lecture was over
1: just a block or so away from the Coliseum, a man was shot to death while he was in his car.
4: I said in my heart, I really don't wish to deal with this anymore because you are not getting any
1: better with preaching. I believe that God has made me one of the finer
4: teachers
3: in the world today.
4: But, teaching is not going to help you. I have come to that conclusion. I see that we have been or are almost overcome by the same devil that we dislike he's now in the house
1: among the believers crippling us in our relationships with each other and we are steadily going down and down into the pit of evil filth and indecency we as Muslims and we as Christians, if you just look at what we're involved in
4: and look at what's going on in religious houses, is enough to turn the stomach. So Satan is laughing. I remember one day I came to the messenger and I had on a suit it was one of these bell-bottom suits that was a long time ago and it had a dip in the hip you know in the waist and it had a little flare little pleat in the back I had one of these fly handkerchiefs falling out I had a beautiful tie the knot was laid and and I walked into the home of Honorable Elijah Muhammad. <laughs> and he looked at me. <laughs> he said, <laughs> he said, As-salamu alaykum, brother. <laughs> and I was so happy to see him as I always am and was. Wa salam dear pastor, how are you, sir? And he said, fine, brother. He said, uh, brother, the devil was outside looking at you. <laughs> he would say that uh, Muhammad uh, got his body. <laughs> but I got his mind. I was shocked. He said, "Look at the way you come here, brother. Where did you get such crazy style as a minister?" representing such high wisdom dressing in such foolery he said brother take off that silly looking tie (laughs) and I want you to put on the bow tie like you see me go I want you to get one of these bow ties brother he said these Jews in uh, New York City they make mohairs I want you to go and get the finest silk mohair and get you some suits, made three-piece suits, brother. And I want you to be a dignified preacher of Islam. And the next time I see you, don't you ever let me see you in such style as this. I said, yes, sir, dear apostle. <laughs> I took that fool suit off. <laughs> this is the truth. I went downtown just like he told me, got the finest silk mohair that they make, and I had me a tailor, make me three, four, five suits, and I was anxious to get back out (laughs) to Chicago to let the Honorable Elijah Muhammad see his obedient servant. And I have worn a straight tie every now and then, but from that time to this, I have worn the bow tie and I don't wear necessarily all silk mohair suits but the point I'm making is he said I got your body but Satan got your mind and whoever got your mind don't care where your body is (laughs) And the way you dress and style yourself is an indication of your thinking. And it don't make any difference what church or mosque you go to. That's... But who got your mind? And what I'm suggesting to all of us is we are just about overcome by Satan. Satan.
2: All right, that's part number one, family. We're going to finish the rest tomorrow. But, man, I know y'all got something from that. I got so many notes. I was, whoo, man, shout out to the Honorable Minister Lewis. It's like any message that we put on, it just hits us. Even in 2000, this was 1991, family. It's 1991. And I know he was all up in our business, and it's 2023. So go ahead and raise your hand. If there was anything that stood out for you, uh for those who are tuned in again for if this if you on for your very first time. Press the number 1 if you on for your very first time. I want to see if we had any more first timers come on this morning. Let's see if we had any more f- first timers that came on this morning. Okay, we still got Okay. Okay, we got some on Facebook. Cool, cool, cool. Well, man, we appreciate y'all for coming on. Uh, remember, and I want to hear from some of y'all who was on for your first time over here on Zoom. So go ahead and raise your hand. We were, Even if you ain't got nothing to share, just like, man, this is what I thought about the Zoom this month. We always like to hear what the new people are thinking about the power call. You know what I mean? Uh, if you would like to attend and be my guest this Friday at your local Muhammad Master Study Group, go to www dot com And we're going to reach out to you Help you find your location And we're going to give you uh, the instructions That you need So with no further ado Let's start off with Brother Wesley Go ahead Shout out to uh, Sister Tamar fan. Says she got two people on I see you down there fishing Go ahead Brother Wesley
5: Uh Like you said, so so many notes. I'm going to keep it brief and leave some for the rest of the family. Um, But what stood out the most for me uh, was that he said that the flesh is what limits us. And and the first thing that came to my mind, uh, of course, is the light bulb. And the light bulb doesn't um, have all the power of electricity or energy in it it's a limit. So you yeah, like that 60 watt light bulb is just a limit to what the uh, electricity can transfer through it. So the same thing with Allah, Allah is limitless and with this mind and what we're able to do, but we sometimes uh, will get limited in what we believe and limited in what our ability is, but we can't put that on Allah. And, and also thinking about reality and that word reality, um, part of that definition it states a thing that exists in fact. So we see fact we see reality, we see trees, we see humans These are facts and that is more evidence of Allah being real And the reality of Allah based off our expressions of Allah as alaikum.
2: alaykum well, Yes sir One of mine was He said that the flesh We are illusions But it is a law that is eternal and that is real and he mentioned <clears throat> worshiping that, which is gonna go away. He talking about our beauty. You know, we gon' we gon' we're gonna eventually wrinkle up. You know, you can go get all the BBLs that you can get. <clears throat> some of that, some of that uh that fix it flat or whatever they put in there, <clears throat> that's gonna it's, it's gonna, it's gonna go out eventually. It's, it's I mean, gravity is gonna do its thing and bring that thing down eventually. So if we worship that. Which is going away? We not we don't really have that eternal. And what it made me think about is, um, this goes for uh, certain businesses. This goes in certain relationship. If you are worshiping your husband, oh come on now, your husband going to eventually die. If you're worshiping your wife these things are going to eventually die so even these things that we have relationships that we have God has to be the center of that business wise relationship wise and we have to now it's easy for us to say oh yeah God yep God is the center but do we have the same uh uh man what's the word I'm looking for do we have the same urgency? to build the relationship with God as we do in building the business relationship, as we do in building that marriage relationship. Are we finding ourselves worshiping this relationship more than we want a real connection with God? If God is the one who gave him to you, if God is the one who gave her to you, maybe we find ourselves if we think about it, worshiping the wrong thing Now love it. Of course, want to build it. Of course, But, man, the minister made it plain that these things are all going to come and go. But Allah, that power, that mind is going to always be here. So let's just make sure that he is the real center, the real source of everything that we do. Let's go to Sister Brianna.
6: Wooey, I sound like (laughs) him. What an amazing one. Um, I'm going to touch on the two that hit me other than what you guys said. He said we are in we are in the greatest fight for our integrity and sanity to maintain it. And it made me think about even yesterday, like I had to turn down a job. And well I wanted to turn down a job because I told them like my Islam can't be compromised by money. It was a security job. I had to tuck in my tuck in my shirt. We don't do that. Right? We don't walk around with our feet out. Like there are certain things that we're not that we're not supposed to do. And if we allow our integrity to be shaken or shaken by money, then who are we really worshiping, right? How how much love are we really showing Allah if we're able to do that? Um, and then he said, he said, doesn't matter who has your mind if I have your body, right? That was huge. Wait, where he said, no, he said, doesn't matter who has yeah, who has your mind. If you has your bodies, so you your mind can be in all the right places, saying the right thing, but if your actions, what you portray to the world isn't contradictory to what's in the mind, does it really matter what's up there? Man, man, I can keep going, but I'm not gonna <laughs> I like, a-
2: well, like Thank you, brother uh brother Samuel.
7: Yes, sir, brother Ben. Um, I'm I'm listening to you off and on on my duty post <laughs> but the um, the theme that I hear um, from the beginning, something at the beginning I can't quite what it was because I was going to do it, I couldn't write it down but I heard at the end, he summed it up, same kind of thing, I got your body but Satan got your mind right, I was having a conversation last night with someone else, of course uh, of a quote unquote, I guess different fate, I'm, I'm trying to show you we all really want fate uh, and I can tell some of the spirit you're talking to is like I'm gonna help this brother out. He, you know. And I say a recurring theme. The minister says he goes to the Bible when he, especially when he go to church. He said the sons of God came to present themselves before God, but Satan came also with them. But they didn't know they were hanging out with Satan. Mm-hmm. So I see that theme in it. And so it don't just mean those in church, right? It also means those in any house of uh, worship. You know, are we really with Him? Or are we arrogant, you know what I'm saying? Are we NOI? Are we Nation of Islam? Or are we NOI? Are we Negroes of Islam? You know, but so whoever, you know, and, and, and a manifestation of what, I, I like what he said, what we do uh, would determine how we act and how we dress. We we'll are know about, you don't have to even tell nobody. Your action, your behavior, your everything else will tell where you really are. So we gotta be sure that we really belong to Allah. We gotta always be humble. We always be studying because this guy, this Satan has he conquered the whole world. So we can't be too arrogant that we got it all. We gotta always stay humble and always steady searching at you know, self analysis, self, you know, correction and all that. So that's something what I got in a little bit I didn't write nothing down. I wish I did, but that's what I, I got just off the top of my head.
2: Praise be to Allah. Another thing that stood out for me is when the minister said that uh, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad came to change lives. He didn't come to talk smart and tickle the ears. And what I've noticed is on social media today, it's, it's like we want to be so deep. We want to find the book that's going to make it sound super complex. We're going to be all up in the high row and up in space with it. When our people, the average of us, can't even read past a third grade level. And that's just the reality of it. I'm probably one of them. Shoot, I, you get up in them big words, I might have to clear some words, some words or two. So while we trying to be so deep, we dealing with a people and our target audience not even on that type of level. So he came, I love the way the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, he's, he's, he's short, sweet, to the point, but it was effective for the people. And so when we look at that time, many uh, may say, oh, he look how he chopping up them words and grammar, the way he speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can talk about it, but let's look at the work that he did, though. Let's look at how many people, millions of people, uh, shoot, still to this day that he's able to raise from his message. But it was so simple. I can remember when uh, he was being interviewed, the dude said, "Uh, do you teach hate? He said, no. He said, well, what do you teach? Truth. I mean, he just, he just... Right to the point. And so uh that's just a reminder, man. What is our mission? What is our focus? Is it to look good? Is it to sound good for a sound bite, for a podcast clip, you know, or is it to be direct and let the and, and speak in a way in a language where the people can truly understand it? Is our job is not to take something that's already simple and make it sound deep. And, and, and complex so it can get a nice clipping and go viral our real job is to take the complex things and make it simple for our people to understand it okay because our people done dropped out of high school many of them many of us done dropped out of college many of us hell don't even know really how to read if we can be real so we got to know how to convey it in a way And make it simple. And that's what I love about the honorable minister, Louis Farrakhan. He know how to bring them analogies, them stories, them metaphors to make it to bring it from up here down here. Now, do the minister know how to talk up there for a certain audience? Of course. But study how the minister talks to us, man, when he you know, he talking to the, you know, the, the people that's probably speaking on the third, fourth grade level like me, you know, where he can make it plain for a fool to understand, so that's one of the things that stood out for me. Because many may listen to the honorable Elijah Muhammad, but look at what he told the minister: Don't, don't, don't worry about how I'm saying it. You listen to what I'm saying, and you put it in your fine language. See. So if you got some friends and y'all don't went to college, you take what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad is saying in his books and his lectures and say, okay, I understand what he was trying. Let me go put it in this language to go get this part of the hood or go get my family, things of that nature, because we all are part of this mission. And lastly, he said eternal life is not our physical life living forever, but it's us being connected to him who is eternal. So as long as we are part of that work and that mission, With God, as long as truth is here, we are here. Which is why it says, uh, speak not of those who are slain in the way of Allah as dead. Nay, they are not dead. We just comprehend not. So let's just make sure we on the good side and uh, we'll be here forever. Maybe not in flesh, but in spirit and mind. Let's go to Brother Daniel 6X. Brother Daniel 6X
3: yes sir Assalamualaikum, alaykum, great brother well, like, salam. yes sir what what stood out to me um was the brother mentioning when he said that muhammad has your body but the devil has your mind and he was really dealing heavily with the mind or the eternal part of ourselves The simplicity of what I heard was this. The honorable Elijah Muhammad saw growth and development needed in his student. And he gave him an instruction and a command based on divine law. And he made it simple. And the minister went and immediately obeyed. So he gave proper law and law enforcement in a way in which the student would carry it out the minister said that he has come to the conclusion that the registered Muslim is not going to change from teaching. And when I heard that, I said, we're just rebellious. And we don't follow simple laws and instructions, but we applaud and we clap. So if we look at what the honorable Elijah Muhammad and the relationship of the honorable minister far Farrakhan, he was an obedient student. So I see that my problem is, too much rebellion and disobedience and the minister said the best of you come by way of a word and the rest of you come by the whipping Mm. so so i look at that and i say you know it would be best to study but it would be more better to apply the simplicities of what we study and transform our lives because you say it all the time. But you can quote, you can be half alluding and sound real good. And a lot of times we want to delve real deep into the word because we ain't doing the damn thing. Excuse my length. Go ahead. But when we do a few simple things properly, we will transform our lives just by doing a few simple things. I've been in the nation twenty six years, and I had to look at my own walk and say, "What have I mastered in Islam?" In 26 years, did I master prayer? No. One meal a day? No. Stop lying? No. Working on it. It's just some simple things. And if I can't look at my years of Islam and say I've taken one principle mm. and mastered that one thing, then my Islam is a failure. Because Islam is about self-mastery. And sometimes we don't look at that basic self-improvement, even if it comes to addressing the part getting the mind right, just some simple things, and if we haven't taken one principle and put it to practice to where we do that jam-up, then what are we really doing in our Islam? We're not really an example for people because we don't have nothing to show forth where we have internal master principles. And it's not money not enough, because you got all kinds of folk making money. Some of the most savage of our people got plenty of cake. That's right. So it has to boil down to that which is eternal, which is the principles in the mind. Most of those who are remembered are those who live their lives on solid principle that lives well beyond the container. That's, that's it, great brother.
2: Thank you, sir. Man, that's big. I mean, shoot. I told y'all some of the coldest parts is when we get to that feedback, that's a good point, man. If we can't say we've mastered one thing, what have we been doing? And and let me say this, maybe I can help, by the help of Allah. Uh, The minister in belief in Allah, we we just watched the belief in Allah. He says, some of our problem is that we don't have a worthy goal. Can you see it? Can you vision it? Write it down. So whatever it is we want to master, let's write it down. Because when we don't have it written down and we don't really have a goal, nor do we have a deadline. We go through life. And, and what do we what are we taught? That Satan makes evil what first semen, and he deceived not some of the world. But the whole world, so he's constantly pulling on us. We heard the minister say, "What? Well, here's this. It's in my notes. Watch this." The minister said he plans, meaning the devil. So he's planning against us. But look at the look at how the minister described our mindset. We don't plan. Most black people, I'm quoting the minister. Most black people have no plan for our lives, families, or organizations. We just function day to day. Without plan, so if we don't have a goal in mind, and He has a plan in mind, energy is gonna flow. So if he, he pulling here in the TV, okay, He pulling through this ad, okay, He pulling through this person. You know when Jesus saw Peter, and Peter said some of it off, He didn't say "Get thee behind me, Peter," did He? Get thee behind me, Satan. So Satan may come through your own. Uh oh, watch out now. So we gotta be on guard and have a goal and a deadline in mind so that we know every single day I'm doing something to move me closer to this goal. So if I say I want to be, I want to master all my prayers, but for the past 30 days, I ain't studied now in prayer. I haven't looked at or said noun prayer Then I know, hey man, I ain't really trying to do this here. But if I know, okay, look what is, it? okay, it's August 9th. Ooh, okay, by October 1st, I want to know the whole entire opening prayer. Now in my mind, it's there. That means I know I got to study it. I got to say it to remember it. So every day now that I know my deadline is October 1st, shoot, I got to be looking at a look, a paragraph a day. Boom. I'm mastering. I'm saying it over and over again. And by October 1st, well, we had that thing mastered. Here's one last thing from the minister. He says, because when we, whenever we want to do something, I've I seen a quote, the honorable Muhammad said, whenever you want to do something of good, you're going to be tested. You're going to be tried. Right. Well, whenever we, we want to bring something into existence, a goal, anything like that, opposition will come. Struggle is ordained. So the minister says when Allah plans, he takes in consideration the forces that may be against the plan and he plans against the forces he organized his forces to bring his plan into fruition so what could come up and knock me off of or distract me about this prayer now i'm planning against anything that may come up because by any righteous means necessary i'm finna master this then after we master that then we go to the next thing. Then we go to the next thing. And I want us to start to prioritize a list. Prioritize a list because when we have all this stuff we want to do, we suffer from over analysis paralysis. Okay, so I got to learn how to eat to live. I got to learn what to eat, how to eat. What do I get from the grocery store? Then I got to learn all these prayers. Then I got to learn all the restricted law. Then I got to listen. That, this can be overwhelming, family. We are babies in Islam still. You got to be patient with ourselves and remember, majority of my life, I was a Negro. I can't come in this and think I'm finna master all this in one week. No, that that would be unjust to yourself. That's not even freedom, justice, and equality for yourself. So be patient with yourselves, fam. And don't let nobody else on the outside make you feel guilty and bad cause you ain't master some yet. You got people that master how to eat to live and now they wanna make you feel bad because they know how to fast good every they fast every three days they fast and that's all they harp on, but they ain't been praying. Oh, they got the eating right. They eating one meal a day. Oh, brother, I'm on every other day, brother. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Listen, don't let them make you feel bad because they still they they be gossiping and slack talking. It's something that they still ain't mastered yet. So don't let because somebody else has mastered a one part of Islam. That's the only part that they harp on when they got a whole bunch of other stuff that they struggling with just like you. So be patient with yourself. OK. All right. Let's go to Brother Martin. Before I take up the whole let's go. To, let's go to Brother Martin.
8: And likely, you, you and Brother Daniel just shut it down. I could almost word for word verbatim repeat what y'all said but I'm going to just go to closing the gap, page 52. The reality of God. So I would imagine that in order to perceive anything correctly we must first check the state of mind we are in. Then ask ourselves how much we do not know about that which we are looking at. How deep is our knowledge of this thing? How deep is our understanding of its purpose? And we, can, and when we can answer those questions properly, then we can say whether we perceive or misperceive reality. I do not know how anyone can perceive reality properly without Allah God. The God conscious individual is less likely to misperceive reality than one who forsakes Allah God. When we forsake Allah God, we forsake him who is the only reality and the creator of that which we are trying to perceive. So only through the eyes of the only reality can we really perceive reality. One must therefore study the word of Allah, God, in order to perceive the reality of life better. One must study the word of Allah, God, to come into the proper mood and attitude for understanding. Wassalamu alaikum.
2: Wa alaikum salam, Sister Tamara.
9: Yes, sir. Assalamu alaykum.
2: Wa alaikum salam.
9: So, the part that that touched me is the modesty part because I'm all about modesty. The minister said, um, if God said, be modest and cover yourself, fight. Why should we fight that? Um, modesty is important. And the Quran says um that, say to the believing women that they should lower their gaze and guard their modesty. We got to rem- have to remind us that we are all Mary's. And that being covered, not just for ourselves, but for our husbands, is, are, is important. So modesty doesn't mean that, you know, you put on a garment and say, okay, I'm going to be modest, but I'm going to tighten this area in the hip. No, modesty is about covering. And we have to also know that modesty is not about covering your body, but you have to have a modest heart and a modest mind as well. So that's what stuck out for me is the modesty part. That's something I like
2: Thank you, Sister Yolanda
10: Hi, Salaam Alaikum The part that stood out for me Is when the minister says Or mentioned that uh, Where's my note Real sight is not with the eyes It's with the mind and it put in me, it brought the thoughts to my head with the enemy out there in their marketing and always trying to collect our Federal Reserve notes. That game they had where you put those gargles on and you're standing in the middle of the floor looking crazy because the images that you're seeing through those goggles, either you trying to fight it or you trying to jump off some cause or whatever it is. So I was like, hmm, let me not have on the goggles of this world because that clouds my vision or takes steals away from my mind and me trying to put my mind into the God's mind, allow my mind to go into the God's mind. So I was like, wow. So when I'm distracted by what's out there, and I'm trying. I'm looking at things because I'm seeing this stuff, and everybody having fun, blah blah blah, whatever. Have you all have you tried this out? That's a distraction for me. So as I ch- strive to keep my sight on the minister in my mind, in these teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, and I thank Master Far Muhammad for painting the person of Allah. Because in this world, it is tough and all those things that you had mentioned and other callers. Have I mastered one thing for me to talk to anybody else or down some eye or nevertheless, I try my best and strive to encourage people because we we haven't arrived. Your eventually, your evolving is continuous. It's a daily thing. I strive to crucify something in myself daily as I came out of a small obstacle yesterday. I was like, you know what, they still in Niggerville, USA, and I can't, like, please do, you know. But as as the word, as the medicine said, even in the study guide, take plenty. So taking them goggles off, I got to keep them goggles off because I can't. I got to keep my eye on the sparrow because it it just hit my spirit. And I was just like, ouch, like somebody poked me with something. Witnessing what I did yesterday. And I was just like, okay, you know, get yourself together because you ain't all the way together. You might punch somebody's spirit and you don't even know it. So let me keep my mind in the gods as much as I can, rising above emotions into the things of the gods so I can. Master one thing Move on to the next thing And write my goals and my plans down So I can keep myself good So I can Muhammad can have my body and my mind mm. alaykum
2: Brother Tony Straight drop As-salamu alaykum family
0: Pray to be what, what stood out to me Brother Ben was the art of suggestion, mm-hmm. right? And in the art of suggestion, it reminds me of a subliminal suggestion. We can be looking at TV and a commercial will come on, and it might be a, a McDonald's commercial. I don't even want no to to McDonald's. But by the time I get through watching the commercial, it'll make you want some McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Likewise, and so it is in life. We are taught by the most honorable Muhammad, way of Farrakhan, to take charge of your post in all temple property and view. Mm-hmm. So when I think of that, I have to be on my post mentally, spiritually, and economically. People will come to you and try to make a suggestion to you. Uh, Brother Tony, uh, go get this load from me. But it's an illegal load. So the money might be good. But are you willing to suffer the consequences? So the art of suggestion, we have to stay on our guard. So thing, when things are suggested to us subliminally, I come in contact with a lot of people on a day-to-day basis. And uh, a sister might say uh, something provocative. But when I the power of words, I would just say, sister, then you know I'm married. Ain't nothing you can do for me. I'm not going down that road. I already know where it is. It's the dead-end road. You follow me? So I do that and I use the word sister. I use the word of Almighty God a And I try to constantly keep God on my mind, and when I do that, then it keeps me on the straight path. So that's what stood out to me, and I just wanted to share that with the family. So,
2: like, Wellak salam. Yes, sir. That that, that 114 surah, as we are taught, says, uh, I seek thy refuge from evil suggestions. I forgot what lecture the minister broke down some examples. Uh, we gotta find that, but. Uh definitely uh it's not always coming direct, which is why I think Jesus was able to say that to Peter. Hey man, get thee behind me, Satan. I know you Peter. Now you 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 my boy, but hey, that wouldn't that 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 probably I don't know if that was you though. So uh be be careful, man. Uh you know how we do in group chats, private chats, DMs. See, an evil suggestion can come in a question. Uh-oh, yeah, you think you... Oh, I'm just asking now. Nah, you ain't just asking. You you casting an evil suggestion. You trying to make someone think something without well, saying it directly because you's a coward. That's just what it is. You know, that's how we are sometimes. So uh, evil suggestion, we got to guard against that and we have been given... Uh, we've been given uh, measures on how to protect that. Um, one, as, as I'm thinking about one, we have a book and I'm trying to find it because we done moved. move. I got to know where the book is. Uh, s- it's how to become saviors. Right. And the minister is dealing with agents and he's talking about the foremost. And what the foremost do is this. When when the agent is, is, is striving to bring them an evil suggestion about somebody, he said what the foremost does is say, hold on, brother. Let me call the brother in. And now say what you were saying again. Oh, now he got to say it directly in front of the person and let that person defend themselves and or give their side of the story. Because if we allow people to do that and we don't do that, they're going to feel comfortable. I can always bring some stuff to them. Ooh, I can always do some evil suggestion with them. And we may think it don't affect us. I've seen it happen, but it'll affect. How you think about the person. Even if you don't know if it's true or not. It'll hit your spirit and you don't really got confirmation. And you'll start feeling the type of way about the person. Damn, did he really do that? Damn, did he steal? Damn, did he really rob that person? Damn, did he really? Oh, man, I don't. It done affected your spirit because they didn't dropped the seed in you. And now you have become a host. See? Now, if you're not strong enough, you will share it spreading it not really knowing you well she said this today and I don't know but now you don't know how this person's finna take that you know how telephone works this person finna take it and say well she said as if it was a statement but it started with just an evil suggestion remember Satan studies the minister said we not planning like that we not studying like that we ain't got too much time you know why because they have taken the straws away from the children of Israel Go study in, 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 in the Bible where uh, Moses was coming to save the children of Israel from Pharaoh. So what he did was he took the straws, which makes the, their work uh, uh, easier, and told them that they had to get it done at the same pace. So they didn't have time to listen to what Moses was doing. So they got us so busy, got jobs, we got to pay these bills. We so focused on just trying to stay above water. We ain't got time to be studying them. And, and thinking how they thinking and planning how they planning. So just be careful, y'all, with those evil suggestions and practice being the foremost. It's not always comfortable. I had to do that, to, I had to do that uh, a few months ago. I'm on Zoom. Dude, we supposed to be doing a one-on-one discovery call. He got to talking about somebody. I said, brother, do you want me to send him the link so he can come on the Zoom? Oh, no, no, no. Dang, I'm not trying. See, what, what you telling me for? for what, what are you expecting? What do you want back? Now you telling me and and, and, and and this is about coming to a solution and we eventually can all get on the call, but if you always want to keep it away from the other person, your motive is wrong. Get on, go go gossip to somebody else. Well, I, I, I don't gossip at all. So be careful, those evil suggestions can even come in a slick question, okay? Uh Sister Randisha.
11: Yes, sir. So um I'm my family, the book that came to my mind as we were talking and about Allah, the only reality was this is the one, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. We need not look for another one, volume one by um, the third edition, volume one by Brother Jabril, but on page 137, it says, This book is about, is about a man, a black man, a man often called the most powerful black man in America, loved intensely by a growing minority, hated fiercely by a decreasing majority, understood by some, misjudged by most, He is the type of man who invokes the greatest interest and stirs the deepest emotions. What he says and does forces men to think, to move, to take a stand. He is a man about whom none can be neutral. At present, most people know of him through America's mass media. On the whole, he has been so grotesquely presented to the public by the media that often there is little resemblance between the real man and what has been spoken and written about him. Despite this, the impact of his presence and the work is felt in every home in America. The effect of this, of his being has gone around the globe. Never has it been so vital for so many to get acquainted with one man as it is today. And the hour grows late. So I just thought that that was something that just stood out to me as we're talking about um, the reality of God.
2: Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Is it brother uh brother Ja? Is the N silent? Najah. Told you I got that third grade education. Brother, brother Nja. Going once. Going twice. All right. Okay, there you go. Gotta unmute, you gotta unmute yourself. You gotta unmute uh, yourself
12: can y'all hear me yes
2: okay but, okay there you go
12: yes yeah, i'm sorry all right sorry about that my phone started driving um what's it out to me today um and i appreciate the call and everything um i've been on for maybe the last um probably two weeks um so i'm, I'm learning and fresh um well, what stood out to me was really um, the talk about the mind. Um, I personally just have been going through a lot of different things with uh, just with suggestions, um, agents bringing suggestions, um, and just just like the devil or or, or technology trying to uh, to overcome or exert itself over me. Um, and so, I just want to kind of just say that, like, I appreciate the call today, and that uh, I uh, am learning. I'll be on again tomorrow. Um, but I do believe that, um, that, I guess that, you know, that, that the devil, that agents are, are trying to, uh, we're just, we're just really in a fight right now. Like our greatest fight, like someone else said, um, with them studying and, uh, to influence our behavior, our mind.
2: My bad. Go ahead. She was off
12: me, She didn't know. Okay. Okay. Okay, no problem. Um uh, B, yeah, I appreciate you. I just I just want to quickly say that. Uh so I appreciate it.
2: Thank you. Yes, sir. And don't eat no more bean pie.
12: I wish you about to say.
2: Uh Brother Michael.
13: Asalamu alaykum. Man, I, I definitely have to say, I have to veg you back off a of nope. Wesley, you know, the, uh, the light bulb reference. Um, the light bulb was going off the entire time. I have to say, man. And so, uh, the main takeaway is all praise is due to Allah, you know, just for clarity, uh, for a constant reminder by way of this power call. And so I appreciate you, uh, brother Ben and all those who are making this happen and I continue to, uh, support and your level of consistency, man, is, is, is so impressive. Uh so uh no this call doesn't take the place of Sundays or our study but this weekly reminder man is definitely refreshing um this entire call I, I I could only do nothing but say oh okay now I get it and as you mentioned you know when you first came on you were saying the minister wimp this is this is a, a old recording and I'm saying, after 20 years of listening, every time I listen to the minister, I'm getting something different. And I'm just saying, oh, that light bulb again. Oh, now I get it. And so I just say, wow, and thank, all praise and due to Allah for the minister Farrakhan and Elijah Muhammad and Master Far Muhammad. All praise and due to Allah. Talk to you all. I will see you all tomorrow.
2: Yes, sir. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Uh, as we close this thing out, um, I would like for you all, if you have not visited your local Muhammad mosque to be my guest this Friday, go to www.noistudygroup.com. We don't bite, but there will be a search procedure. The search procedure, though, is to protect you and us. You just can't go in with no weapons, no knives and nothing like that. That's all. That's all you. There ain't really nothing to worry about, but that's the only thing. That May be a little bit different for you, but when you get there, we're gonna go over a study guide. we reading together. Um, it's, it's nothing for you to be oh, oh, high oh, alert oh, about, it's gonna be love. So, www.noystudygroup.com. And how does brother Michael keep coming out? Uh, but www.noystudygroup.com, uh, to, to, to tune in and go this Friday. Also, if you guys text the word Nation to eight three three two seven six seven one seven four, 276 7174, that's how you all will be able to get the text messages that go out. Um, I'm working on an editor. <clears throat> so uh, I know y'all said y'all wanted to do some uh, clips. I'm working on an editor. Um, I'll send you guys some text messages and let you guys know what he said as far as the cost is concerned for those who want to help out. Again, um, inshallah find a way to get it paid um i told you guys about what the expense is right now it's over like $3,500 a month that i pay just to run the power call with the graphics and the zoom call and the text messages and all that so if we want to add on clips um that's probably going to be an extra like $1,200 that i would have to pay an editor because my this is what i said we got the power call but i would like to see uh like Three clips a day made, you know, powerful moments. We got the minister. We got the feedback in three clips because everybody's not going to be able to watch a three hour, you know, two hour power call and stuff like that. So if they want to just go in and consume throughout the day clips, we can have three clips a day going up. Uh, But of course, that costs time and, you know, that costs money and stuff like that. So I'm just letting you guys know that. I will be working on like a nonprofit or something, man. So y'all don't have to cash out me directly because I'd rather y'all not do that. But because I don't have anything set up like that just yet, because I'm getting some things in order, it would have to be cash out dollar sign brother being X. But I am working on we can do maybe like a power call nonprofit or somewhere the money can go there to where we can kind of do this thing. I'm also thinking about an app. So maybe we can talk about this inside the telegram. Maybe this is a conversation for the telegram. But I'm also thinking about doing like an app where you can have your own profile. And we got like the Power Call app. And you can log in and we can post the clips there. We ain't got to worry about YouTube taking nothing down. Uh, We can, uh, you know, you can message each other, you know, like a real community. So I'm thinking about an app too. So uh, I'm just sharing some of that stuff with you all. So uh, y'all can stay on Zoom and we can talk about it. But those of y'all who listen on YouTube and Facebook, I thank y'all for listening. We'll be back live tomorrow tomorrow. 8 a.m. Central Time. Assalamu alaikum.